Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, all. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord. We thank you that you love us so much. More than we can imagine. More than we can ask. You are able to do exceedingly abundantly. Any prayer that we can even imagine. Your ability is far higher, higher. Your ways are much higher above than ours. And your love for us is so much that you were willing to die, not just answer a prayer. We thank you, Jesus, for your love, for your sacrifice. We thank you, our King, for your mercy. We thank you, our Father, for your love. We thank you, God, for your grace. We thank you that you have called us here to be with you. To spend this first part of our day as we start off. That we are able to receive from you. We come to drink and draw from you again, Father. The well of life, the fountain of wisdom. You who has blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. Everything that we need to negotiate this day. To navigate all the challenges and to emerge successful. To walk into abundance, you give us your kingdom principles, your systems. You teach us from your word. And we come to learn from you again every day, Father. So that as we reflect on your word and the revelations you pour into our hearts. That illuminates our lives, our entire being. We thank you, Father, that the joy and the peace that you pour into our hearts just by being with you. When our eyes are focused on you and not on the storms around us. That peace and that joy helps us release our faith so that the prayer that we make with the expectations that we came with, it will touch that expectation and manifest itself in the outcome, in the answered prayer. We share your peace and your joy that you've given us, that you have given us, that our joy might be made full when our prayers are answered. We share that peace and joy with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share your peace and joy with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them. We share your peace and joy, Lord, with all those that do not know you, even though they are Christians, and all those that do not want to know you, that have chosen to stay away and depend on false knowledge, depend on their logic, depend on common sense, depend on every other lie that has been told to them about secularism or otherwise. We pray for all those, Father, who do not believe in you and yet believe in Satan. They fear him but do not believe your existence. We pray for all those that are living under any kind of false doctrine, false knowledge, false religions. Under every lie that keeps them from seeing you. 
Let every such veil that blocks their view be torn down. Every such lie be torn apart. Every wall be broken down that they're able to see your grace. They're able to see your radiance of your glory. That they're able to know their Father. And make a conscious decision to turn back to him. And let every lie that has been told to us as well in our past, through our traditions, through our customs, through everything that we have followed as a family, in our younger days and even today, let every such lie be dispelled and be replaced with your light, your radiance, Father. That radiance that can take away years of darkness in a second. Your light that is brighter than anything else. As we pray this morning, we call on your name, the name of our God, our Father, our King. The one who heals our backsliding. The ancient of days, the rock of ages. The one who is our creator, our maker. The God of mercy, the God of David. The God of abundance and favor. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. The God who always respects and acknowledges faith. And it is only possible to please him through faith. And we pray in the name of Jesus, the Son. The King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Lord of hosts. The word himself who became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Jesus, the man who showed us the way to the Father. He is the bridge, he is the door, he is the sheep gate. He is the second Adam. And all that God wants is to see his nature and his image that he lived with. The template that he set for us. To see that image in us. To walk in the wisdom and the knowledge and the abundance that he came to give. So that we might not lack anything. When we are with our shepherd. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The Holy Spirit, the spirit of the living God. The spirit of truth. The spirit of life, the spirit of resurrection who has that resurrection power. Same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead. The one who quickens us in our spirit that we too are raised from death out of all the sinful life that we've been living, out of all the iniquity. That we are purged from it through the sacrifice that Jesus made, but quickened through his spirit. So that what Jesus said might be fulfilled. Those that believe in me shall do all these signs and wonders and even more. It is through you, Father, Holy Spirit. You who made our bodies into your temple, this body of sin, this body that only knew worldly pleasures, now have our eyes focused on you, our lives turned towards you. Father, with your help, we turn away from everything that is of iniquity, to align ourselves with your will, with your word. To enter into your kingdom and live the kingdom kind of life. 
not the worldly kind of life. With your help, we renew our minds. We shall not conform to those ways of the world, but be transformed through this renewal. Through your word and through your grace, Father. We thank you for the gift of this life. The gift of salvation. Jesus paid the price for it so that it might be freely given to each of us. So that through his righteousness and obedience we are made righteous. Through his boldness we are free from all kinds of timidity. We are given the spirit of power and of love. And a sound mind to make the right choices. We thank you Father for the gift of angels and destiny help us. For all those whose sole purpose is to help us fulfill everything that you have ordained in your plan for us. Plan for abundance. Plan to be your prophet. Plans to be your servant, your son. Plans to love like you love. We thank you, Father, for the gift of your word and that all its mysteries hidden in it. As you reveal to us every single day a little more of yourself, Father. The more we know you, the closer we come to you. The more our prayer life is, the better we get at commanding situations and stepping into that abundance. As we build on our faith, we are not able to pray about the mountain but say to it. And it will obey. We thank you, Jesus, for the authority of your name that you give us. The authority of the maker, the king of kings himself. That in your name every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess in heaven, on earth and under the earth that Jesus Christ is Lord. And we are able to start by bringing our own bodies, our minds, our soul into subjection. Into alignment with your will. Free from all kinds of iniquity. That we are able to gradually step into the power that you are giving us in all areas of our life to be made incorruptible. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for our family. We thank you for the food you provide us, for our body and for our spirit. We thank you, Lord, for the roof over our heads, our shelter. We thank you for your everlasting love, your patience with us. You raise us up to be more than we would have otherwise imagined to be. In our physical life, but also in our spiritual life. We thank you, Jesus. And as we pray this morning, we reflect on two keys. That will help us make our prayer in the right way. And the first is seen in Isaiah 41 verses 21 and 22. Where it says, produce your cause, says the Lord. Bring forth your strong reasons, says the king of Jacob. Let them bring forth 
and show us what shall happen. Let them show the former things what they be, that we may consider them and know the latter end of them, or declare us things for to come. So he says, state your case, bring your strong reason. Why should I answer your prayer? The question that you need to answer yourself is, why would God answer me or provide my need? What have I done to deserve it? And it is beyond my ability to acquire it myself. But why should he provide for me? And if you are thinking because I need it or because I am good or because I deserve it, think again. Let's look at James 4 verse 3. See what he says there. And he says, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives. That you may spend what you get on your pleasures. More often than not, the prayers that we make, we are asking for our worldly needs only. There are not many that are asking for spiritual growth. And that is the prime reason why at the end of every reflection, we ask for spiritual growth in every morning prayer. There is no point in prospering in the physical if our soul, our spirit does not prosper. Physical prospering will only draw us and drag us back into the ways of the world. That is why John prayed in 3 John 1 to Beloved, I pray that your soul prosper, that you prosper even as your soul prospers. And 1 John 5 verse 14 says, this is the confidence which we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So John is giving us a clue there where he says the way to ask is you ask according to his will. He is likely to answer it. Now we compare our prayers of what we are asking in the physical and look for what is the corresponding alignment in the will of God if it is not. Then it may not be answered. So when he says, state your case, you don't go with, I need money to live the luxury. He will probably answer if you said, I need money so that I can fund the kingdom works and help promote the gospel and in the process also live a good life. Let's take a look at Hannah, the mother of prophet Samuel. She was barren for a long time before she had him. Always grieving and suffering in bitterness. How did she make her prayer for a son and God answered her? The prophet Samuel was born. So let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 10 and 11. Which says, she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. That is, it was a heartfelt prayer. It wasn't half-hearted or casual. She meant it from the bottom of her heart which showed in her expressions. 
and she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou will indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thy handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life and there shall no razor come upon his head. That is, he would be a Nazarite. And so her son and, and so her reason aligned with God's kingdom and his will and he answered her. She said, if you give me a son, I shall make him a prophet. I shall rededicate him back to you. Think of your reason before you state it in your prayer. How is that aligning with what God's word and will says? The second key is found in Isaiah 43 verse 26 where he says, Put me in remembrance. Let us plead together, declare thou, that thou mayest be justified. That is, remind me of my word and my will as you are stating your case. How do we remind him? Let's look at Esther 6 from verse 1 onwards. Where the king had commanded, the king wasn't getting sleep one night and he commanded that the book of records be brought to him and read. And there it stated that Mordecai had saved his life when his chamberlains, his guards, had plotted to kill the king. And in verse 3, the king asked, What honor and dignity has been done to Mordecai for this? Likewise, you quote him from his book of records, the Bible. We put him in remembrance. Look up the verse that contains his promise for the situation you currently are in and quote it. And this is why we say, I confess boldly. Remind him of his promise as you state your cause. Psalm 138 verse 2 says, He has magnified his word above his name. Luke 21 verse 33 says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will never pass away. Luke 1.37 says, No word from God shall fail. And Luke 1.45 says, Blessed is she, and it can be paraphrased as any one of us now, the believer. Blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told to her from the Lord. We put that in our own circumstance and we say, Blessed are you who believed. For there shall be a performance of all those things that the word of God has said to you. Put him in remembrance. Remind him of his word. And when can you remind him? Only when you know what that word says and you understand it. If you do not read, you do not know. And if you do not know the word, 
you cannot ask according to his will. Do we see why many people are praying? Like it is said in James 4 verse 3, with incorrect and selfish motives for pleasures only, not knowing what God's will is, but only looking at our own wills and praying, my kingdom come, my will be done, not his. And in the process, not getting answers and wondering, is there a God, does he even exist? Not knowing his systems for success and for abundance will cost us. The only way to know it is to read, to gain understanding of what is written in his word, the mysteries that are hidden in there. And so when we pray, we must state our case according to his will. Bring our compelling reason for him to answer and put him in remembrance. Remind him of that will by referring to it from the word. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray and I ask for a fresh hunger in each of us to study your word, to not just read it as a way of ticking a box for the day to say, I have read two verses today. I am done reading with my Bible. But to study it with hunger, to understand and to know you more, to understand your systems, your ways, your principles more, your provisions that you have made for all kinds of challenges in our lives so that when our finances are low, we know which principle to engage. When we are in trouble or being put to shame, we know which ones to engage. When we are down in our health and suffering under life-threatening diseases as well, we know which principles to engage. Grant us that revelation, Father, through your spirit of wisdom and understanding so that we are able to know the provisions that you have made for us. And when we say, my God shall provide all my needs in accordance with his riches, it is not just limited to that financial need, but it is to this greater understanding of the bigger picture of our life so now when Jesus said in John 10, 10, I came that you might have abundance. It is this very abundance, his light that dispels all darkness. He said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Father, it is that truth that we are after. That truth that enables us, empowers us and gives us all the capacity that we need. So that it's no longer we who fear the devil, but knowing the truth, it is he who should now fear us. We are able to walk and move towards that image and likeness of Jesus. The one of absolute power. The one that you wanted for Adam to have. Dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every other crawling creature. Over everything in nature, everything in the physical realm, but also everything in that spiritual realm that seeks to come against us. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Father. We ask for that growth, that knowledge, that understanding. And to learn how to apply it in our own lives, but also to teach it to others. That everything that we have learned and gained from you, Father, we are able to pass it down. So that in fulfilling our destiny, we are able to share that same and pass on the baton to others. 
for the greater glory of your name, Lord Jesus, and for your kingdom. We ask for this edification in our spirit. We also pray for our physical and temporal needs. For all those that are battling all kinds of sicknesses and disease. It is by your stripes and your wounds, Lord, that they are healed. That we are made whole. Free from physical illness, but also free from all kinds of spiritual illness as well. Free from ignorance, free from blindness and deafness in the spirit. We come against every evil spirit that seeks to steal from your people. Every spirit of infirmity. We bind it in the name of Jesus and cast it out of them right now. We pray also for all families that are battling all kinds of divisive forces. Of divorce, of misunderstanding, of infidelity. Anything that seeks to steal that love and peace from that and that joy from that family. Especially the ones that we now pray for. There are many in our own friend and family circles. Lord. We surrender them at your altar. And in your name, Jesus. We declare every chain that is limiting them in any way broken. We invite you into these homes. So that when the God of love enters, the most low... Every spiritual wickedness must leave that house, that home right now. We speak peace, joy and abundance. We speak love. We speak a season of sufficiency through your grace made available into each of these homes this day. That what you have joined together, Father, stays together and no man, no spirit can separate. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, including those of joblessness and poverty. We thank you, Father, that you are a shepherd. And when you are a shepherd and we come under your shepherdship, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior of our life and receive his gift of salvation, the heavens above us are open. We shall not want. We shall now speak to every mountain in those lives. We declare every chain of joblessness broken. We declare every bondage of, of addictions, of compulsive behaviors, any kind of mental disorders, anything that forces slavery of any kind and limitation over people's lives, we declare that broken right now in the name of Jesus. And we make it very specific. We take their own names. We take their names in our own personal prayers. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed your people, your children, with the gift of destiny helpers. We activate the presence of destiny helpers in the lives of all those that are undergoing all kinds of challenges right now, unable to pay their bills, those that are jobless, those that are caught in the center of major storms in their lives, in court cases, in all kinds of challenges. false allegations, those that are being discriminated, 
those that are being persecuted for no fault of theirs. We activate their angels, their destiny helpers to go forth and to connect with these, the children of your inheritance. Let a solution be provided to them, Father, through your supply. And that solution is able to bring them out of every challenge. We ask not only for your mercy, for forgiveness for sin, but also, Father, your favor cover them. So that when your favor is upon these, the children of your inheritance, no one can be against them. And in every situation, that challenge turns out for the good of those who love you, who have surrendered and committed to you their love. And you take over that situation. Romans 8.28 gets activated. Father, we thank you that you have heard us. That this day is a day of testimonies, of signs and wonders in many lives. And many more people will give their hearts to you and receive that gift of salvation this day. We thank you, Father, for all the wonders, for your anointing that you pour down on each of us. That the yoke of the enemy is broken, the burden is taken off the shoulder of your people. And this day is a day of freedom and liberty. We thank you, Jesus. We pray for also for our own personal needs, those of our families. We now connect with you in our spirit, praying in the gift you have given us. The gift of tongues. Making this our prayer of agreement, releasing our faith. Knowing in our hearts and believing that this prayer is an answered prayer. And we receive, Father. For without receiving, we know that your gift cannot come to us. You said, believe you have received and it shall be yours. We receive, Father. I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shanda <laughs> Jaran dalara, 
Shanta papa 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 Santa papa papa Sangha 
Sandahalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalal